is Jason, and welcome to episode 22 of Channel Massive. It's uh, Thursday, December 27th. Oh my gosh. Yep. Already got the holiday post-blues, I guess, going on, I yeah. suppose. I just keep finding myself crying everywhere I go, <laughs> I <know>. weeping. <laughs> weeping for no reason. Yeah. All the noisy toys! I don't know what it is, but... yeah. Yeah, the noisy toys. <laughs> noisy, noisy toys everywhere. Yeah. Anyway, we are uh, gymless and noless this evening. Right. Um, <coughs> well, both of them decided to pie out. Yeah, we... Because of the weather. Yeah, I don't know why they I mean, didn't want to... What? <coughs> a couple inches of snow like, are, are going to stop you from coming to your podcast? They were afraid of 8 to 10 more inches of snow on top of whatever yeah. we already had. We've been getting dumped on here in Colorado, which has been pretty nice. Yeah, so come and shoot, ski drive they, Colorado. They, 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 live in, they live in Denver. <laughs> they know what to expect. That's right. Only I was brave enough to to drive a half to block. drive the half block over to Mark's <laughs> house in order to in order to bring you podcasting goodness. That's right. Yeah. So uh, anyway, I, I guess I'll just have to give myself a little weak pat on the back for for my efforts. You are you are as always appreciated. <laughs> hey, you did pretty good solo last week, though yeah. I have to admit, and thank your you. uh, and your your guest appearance on uh, Shut Up We're Talking. Oh, thank you. Was uh, was enjoyable. I, I'm surprised that you didn't botch that show up. Well, I intended to fully, but uh, all of the elements <laughs> to- combined. Totally planned on infiltrating their ranks. Yeah, I, I, I all the elements combined, and I actually managed to show up on time and had my Skype working. And, and, yeah, you and know, was, and, they, and seriously, it actually sounded good. Oh, thanks, man. So you know, I'm. I'm I, I have to give you credit there. You totally didn't botch that respectable podcast up oh, to thanks. all hell. Well, I think uh, Darren runs a really good show there. Darren runs a tight and, ship, uh, it sounds like. I, 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 pro- and, uh, I probably Troy will never Rossi. be invited to, oh, to, I'm, I'm to sure be a host be. on that show because I'll be like cracking jokes left and right, and they, they'd never be able to control me. So well, they, they could try. <laughs> they can try to tame the <laughs> it takes beast. Takes an iron will to control Jason for two hours. Anyway, good good job on that. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, I, I listened to that during the during the holidays while I was down at my parents, so that oh. that gave me something to do. Awesome. Um, during this show, episode twenty-two, we will we'll of course go with uh, what we've been playing this week. Uh, we'll I don't know. I guess we might delve into maybe what what we got during our our Christmas, if if any of our oh, yeah. Christmas wishes were granted. That's right. As yeah, far as gaming good. goes, um, we'll do a quick Mame update with Mark. Yep. Um, we'll of course go through the weekend gaming. Yes, lots to talk about there. Um, we'll have a roundtable discussion on um, RMT. What the hell is RMT? You might ask. Well, wait till roundtable discussion. Wait time. till roundtable discussion to find out. Um, actually, it stands for real money trading, real 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 money transfer transaction. I don't know. I don't think there's been an official. Ruling on that yet? Yeah, I think it's it's, it's still in the works. Uh, and we will probably go into a rant. Well, we will go into rant about holiday content, whether it's a big waste of development time or whether gamers really care about that kind of thing or not. Right. Well, and that's it. That's it for right now. We'll be right back.
right, so here's the crazy segment where we talk about what we've been playing, and I, I thought we'd do something, something a little bit different with this segment this time out, and maybe talk about whether or not we received any uh, of our Christmas wishes this this season as far as gaming goes. Uh, so, good point. So, Mark, uh, what have you been playing well, these I, past few weeks, I guess? I guess it's been actually two weeks since I've yeah. talked to you about it. I've, I've kind of tapered off on my EverQuest 2 playing because WoW has addicted me again. Oh, my God. I know. Are it you was kidding just me? supposed to be a little visit to the Undercity, and it turned into Why? a... Why? Why did you I, do it? I don't know. I'm going to go on hating myself. Of your, yeah. of your WoW addiction. And I've been leveling up a warlock, and so that's <laughs> fun. One that I well, started you, years ago. At, at least you chose a class to start playing again that's respectable. Yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> I started him a long time ago, and I finally was like, oh, I ought to get back to him. So Not years, but months ago. So. Right, right. I've been doing that. I um, didn't actually clock any City of Heroes time, um, except for the you know the PvP fest we had a couple weeks back. Right. But uh, And uh, no real single-player action either. Really? As far as my holiday wishes being granted, I just said, everybody give me Best Buy cards because I want to get Rock Band. That's always a safe bet. I got enough money to buy Rock Band, the bundle, but there are none available except in, like, Thornton, which is kind of far away, and with all the snow, I didn't want to... You know, I have a funny story about that, because I was was down in Pueblo um, for the holiday season, and I was in... I was at, like... The Pueblo Target. You know, they've got like, I think they've got one Target in the entire town. But if, That's right. For one those target. of you unfamiliar with Pueblo, Colorado, it, it's it's not a small, small town, but it, it's still pretty small. I mean, like 100,000 or something? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not a very big, big city. Anyway, so I, I go to Target to get some last minute Christmas stuff, you know, some stocking stuffers, things like that. And I'm walking through their electronics department. And they have four boxes of Rock Band there. Oh man! I mean, all this talk about how you can't find like the whole set, yeah. you know, together anywhere. And there are four boxes right there in front of me, and I was just, I was like shocked. Uh, I was absolutely shocked. I was like, "You're not supposed to be able to find these things here." But well, that's because people <clears throat> Noah hoarded them. <laughs> and, right, and right. Then, if I recall correctly, yeah. Noah like had. Three, three of them. He had three all in the same little car. <laughs> like he's driving around in a WRX full of rock band. <laughs> I know. Boxes. If only people knew I know. at the time. I mean, and I thought about it too. <laughs> thought about just breaking into his car and yeah. snagging him. Yeah, but that's yeah, it's amazing where it'll turn up, you know. And right now I can find it for the PS3, but not the Xbox three sixty. So yeah, yeah, I would have had to have made a about what would have normally been a 20-minute drive. Well, in the we- with, with the, the weather, weather today, there's no, no way. freaking way. There's so no way. Maybe tomorrow I might venture forth from my <laughs> from my fortress of solitude <laughs> you must. here. And see. You must. It's yeah. for gaming goodness. Yeah. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, um, you know, I, I think that that game is just totally kick-ass. Yeah. I just I love it. You know, if, if I had an Xbox 360, that would be the first thing I'd go out and get. Oh, yeah. Any any other gaming goodness? It. No, no gaming like goodness. No, nope. mine Self? mine was incredible. <laughs> I, I I didn't I really didn't clock in any MMO time at all. Man, we're we're frauds. I know we are frauds. Here we are having an MMO podcast, and and we're I, not I, playing I just them. didn't get any for a while. 
you know, I, I ended up going down to Pueblo to, you know, visit the family and stuff. You know, of course, they had to see their grandson and everything. Oh, yeah. So I felt obligated, you know, to go down there and take, you know, take the kid down to see his grandparents, you know, gosh. Right. Anyway, so that that's, you know, I just didn't get any MMO time. Uh... As far as, you know, the holiday gaming goodness goes, I, I, I hit the jackpot this year. And, and you know what? And you were part of it. You yeah, were, I know. It was all, you, you had a part in this. My son's closet held part of your goodie. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. Anyway, uh, to, much to my surprise, my parents were able to score me a Nintendo Wii. Sweet. Uh, for Christmas, which was really cool. And then my wife uh, bought, found actually found a copy of Rock Band 3 for the Wii. Or Guitar Hero 3. Or no, Guitar Hero 3, sorry. Yeah, I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, anyway, she found a copy of Guitar Hero 3, which apparently for the Wii is kind of hard to find. Oh, that's cool. Which, of course, is another shock. Um, you know, I got a couple games for it. I got Mario Galaxy... Yeah, that's supposed to which be which is fun. supposed to be really fun. Um, I've only I only played it a you little know, bit. It's supposed to have. Uh, I think we've addressed this before. It's supposed to have a mode like where, like, someone who's not so good with games can help out. Yeah, actually, so, you can have like a second uh, like person on a controller where they can do they can do some no tedious work for you while you're. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So you might be able to enlist your son once he gets some. <laughs> well, he still is quite old control. enough for that. <laughs> But, you know, and then, of course, I played Wii Sports, which is bundled with the Wii. And That's a fun one. Well, it is. You know, I think what's interesting about that game is is that it's, I think it's, like, designed to kind of get you used to using the controller. Yeah. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's a really good tutorial game as far as getting used to how the controller works, what you can do with it. Yeah. I, I played this uh, thing. I think it, like, tries to determine your Wii fitness age. You were how old? Seventy three. Oh no! It told no, me. 50. Yeah. So after going through this this sequence of uh, you do some uh, bowling, you do tennis, and you go through a, a baseball sequence where you try to hit you know as many home runs as you can. After all this, you know, it calculated you know calculated everything. I don't know how it calculates it, but it determined that my Wii Fitness age was fifty three. Ouch! Oh my gosh! Oh, that's that's painful. It hurt, man. I was like, no, there's no way. But didn't your wife clock in at like seventy three? Was it? Was I it? I don't know. I think it was like seventy something. Yeah. Awesome. And I, I kind of mocked her, but then she was like, "Well, fifty-three isn't anything to <laughs> to be proud of," which she, of course, yeah, she has that's a point true. there. Yep. Pretty pathetic. You're like the wee old fogies. You know, and again, I also got a ton of, you know, you know, gift cards to. Oh, right on. Was a GameStop. I got Best Buy game cards. Aren't you supposed to call GameStop GameSpot? Yes, you are supposed, supposed to, to at least that mess that up at yeah. least three or four times an episode. Well I done, think. well done. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I went out and I so with some of that, I I bought Crisis for the PC. Oh, so cool. I'm looking forward to giving that a try. I hear that uh, the second half is where it really picks up. Oh, so if you crisis? can endure the first half, because um, I guess the the first first half is is similar to Far Cry, kind of a right. little too similar, and then all of a sudden the second half is supposed to really pick up and be unique and better and, and all that. So yeah, I'm looking forward to giving that a shot. I was torn, kind of torn between either trying that or Bioshock. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I could actually probably still go out and get a copy of Bioshock, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what goes on. Cool. Anyway, that was my week. Awesome. And we we hope that uh, all of our listeners had a great holiday and got, got everything that they wanted. 
Yeah, let us know if you if you got a box of rocks or if you got some, any if anybody got a lump of coal or some sticks, served divorce papers or anything. <laughs> we'd love to hear your, your man. That would be hard. Your stories, be they good or bad, go ahead and let us know. <laughs> Shall we move on? Let's do it. Okay, so for the MAME update for this week, um, basically Jim and I procured the monitors for both our MAME cabinets. Which oh, so are there's been actual progress. Some this progress, week. yep. Um, and we're getting ready to measure everything out so we can um, start working on our, our uh, control scheme. Excellent. How does the monitor work? Well, um, the ones that come with MAME cabinets are like, they're like more like TVs. You know, color TVs than uh, you know, a computer monitor. Okay. And so you can mix and match your cabling, like a VGA cable. You can splice it out to to make it line up with the the uh, the pinout for these monitors that come with the systems. But it's hard to maintain like vertical sync with it, and it's hard to make sure you get everything to work and to stay. Like I, I got the vertical sync to kind of hold the vertical hold, I guess, but right. then it would occasionally just start to flicker or you know to loop through once, oh, which right, is right. not good. And the other thing is, it had the monitor is really old that came with the game. It's an old Double Dragon too, oh, so the yes, the monitor had burn in on it, and I just you know the nostalgic part was kind of cool, you know, because the pixels are bigger and it's got that feel. Right. But it's also a real pain in the ass, and I was never sure if I was going to be able to get my vertical hold to stay, you know, synchronized so that the thing wouldn't loop up or down or whatever. I got everything else mapped out, but in the end I chose, uh, I'm just going to pull it, scrap it, and put it old. I, we both got these uh, ViewSonic 19-inch monitors, which is like the standard size. In the end, I think that's just going to be better. to just. Uh, how much did those cost? Well, we got them. We we saved them from being thrown into the junk heap. So free, so free is the best price yep. ever. Not bad. No cheaper than the cabinets were. <laughs> That's so. How much were the cabinets? Um, mine was like, well, I think they averaged fifty bucks. Or my, mine was one hundred fifty, and Jim's was I think fifty. So, so this was totally non-functional. Mine was actually functional. Sure. And mine mine is like, it's in need of some stabilization. I think it's been lugged around so much that it is, there's like some of the screw, screws need to be redone. So I'll probably like kind of take it apart and re redo it. So, I mean, now's the time, you know, to do it. True. So, um, but anyway, we're at the point now where we can measure the controls, the, get the control scheme and everything um, together. We, we need to measure what we have. So what's involved in that? Like, as far as, like, do you have to actually, like, make your own buttonholes? And- yeah, yeah. Jim's going to basically make, like, stencils for mm-hmm. us, and then we're going we're gonna to take that and, and um, kind of fabricate it with wood. Um, so you'll have, like, up. a basic, like, joystick controller with like six buttons that's my the one the plan i kind of have in my head but i haven't you know done yet is to basically have each side have like six buttons and and a a joystick on each side and then in the middle have like a trackball trackball and above it two buttons that would normally be like player one player two but could actually act as like a mouse and a mouse button kind of thing Mm -hmm. and i think that'll work for such a large percentage of the games that we'll be pretty happy with that um the exceptions would be games like um, driving games driving games or uh what's the like gyrus or tempest 
I think would be. Oh yeah, Tempest had like the, the wheel, the wheel thing. You no, know, I know it's possible that we could get crazy and put a wheel like in the middle, like kind of like where the where the console oh, is man, But you gotta have Tempest. I know that's a tough one. <laughs> you know, it's ruled. Although one guy did the coolest thing for Tempest I've ever heard of, which is he got some kind of professional grade laser light show hardware, and he made an interface for it to his MAME um, setup. And basically what he did is, he, some over, one overcast night, he played Tempest on the clouds, the bottom of the clouds. Whoa. Some low flying clouds. <laughs> Which, at sweet. that point, the entire neighborhood must have been freaking out. They must have thought they were, like, under attack. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> what in the hell is that? Because, you know, it was all that, like, crazy vector graphics, which Bu- works for Bubba from the, from the trailer park was probably like, I gotta hey, stop Mom. drinking, or I gotta drink more. I don't know. <laughs> I <gotta> hey, Mom, <laughs> check out these aliens <laughs> coming down in the sky. sky. <laughs> coming for us down the tunnel. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that it was, like, one of the coolest ideas I've ever heard of before, but uh, wow. I don't plan to take it that far. I'll just stick with my cabinet, and I do plan to put some pretty uh, pretty ballsy uh, stereo components in it, though. I mean, like, you know, like just some PC speakers with a subwoofer, basically, but way more than the traditional, you know, speaker. Well, Jay, I think it's time for... The Weekend Gaming! Woo! <laughs> sweet. Anyway, I'll try to keep this short and sweet this week. Uh, Vanguard. Vanguard is free to play between December 18th to January 3rd. Uh, what? They don't pay you? No, they unfortunately, no. They do not pay you to come play their game. Uh, and, you know, I, I really wish they kind of would. I might actually get interested in it. Um... Anyway, SOE is going to be reactivating all Vanguard accounts for free between uh, the 18th to January 3rd. Yeah, so if you canceled your account... What, what was it? Dece- uh, yeah, December 18th oh. to uh, January 3rd. Mm. If you've canceled your account, I, I can't imagine people who have uh, canceled their accounts to Vanguard. Um, they, uh, they want you to load Vanguard back up and give it another try for free. I'll start downloading it right now. Yeah, this is only for players who have had a Vanguard uh, account before. Oh, poor bastards! I only had a beta. I yeah, I guess it's only for. I guess it's like you had to have like a sixty-day-old cancel account, something like that. You know, I, I keep seeing. Um, well, uh, sorry to hijack your, no, no, your news, but two funny things: Vanguard, a game which was basically a unfinished beta test, um, has a um, it has a deluxe edition. You know. Deluxe edition. Uh, right. And um, CompUSA, which is officially finally going to die. Um, I don't know if you know that. But oh, they're, no, they're I did. Dying. I went I went yeah. there uh, not too long ago to yeah. pick up some really cool deals. They're finally dying. Um, and, you know, I don't know how much longer they thought they could ride the overpriced stuff, you know. I mean, it, it was really... There's nothing there that you couldn't get anywhere else, but it costs so much more. So, right. Anyway... Uh, and they would say that you can't do that, but then there's like micro centers which do just fine. And you know, but anyway, they have the deluxe edition of Vanguard still for like seventy two dollars. Yeah, Whoa. it's like wow. I feel sorry for anybody who buys that. Like now, see, I, I went no to idea. a game. I went to a GameStop the other day and saw it for 
$19.99. Not, not the deluxe edition, but I just saw a regular copy. Yeah, for any other game store has, if they have it, it's like a, a normal price. Like, you know, for a game that's not doing, you know, not performing in a stellar way right now. Mm-hmm, but CompUSA mm-hmm. is still trying to milk it for 70 some bucks. Yeah, good luck with yeah. that. Yeah. But he, and that's even like half off. No, 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 no. That that's like what it always costs. They're running like all these crazy deals, like you know, thirty yeah. percent off of everything in store. When I went, they hadn't they hadn't marked the actual prices yet, so I don't know if like the whole software section was that reduced or not. But yeah, it was, it was hilarious. Well, anyway, yep. if you're a Vanguard player or former Vanguard player, take you note. Can play for free. Take note. Um, apparently, Pirates of the Burning Sea. Uh, their beta has been extended until uh, January 1st, 2008, for, I guess they just want to do some additional polis- polishing. I don't know where I've heard that before, but, um, you know, hopefully they get that going. Personally, my my views on the game have, you know, they haven't really changed all that much. I, I played it for a little bit in the beta. You know, the graphics were, you know, fair. Yeah. You know, they were kind of like World of Warcraft-ish almost, I guess you could say. I think that's pretty close. And, I don't know, I guess the whole thing with me is is that I just... It, you know, it's it's a pirate game. I think that, you know, a bunch of companies all got excited when, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean, you know, did so well in the box office. Yeah. And they were all like, oh man, we need to... We need to cash in on this and create an MMO for all these players who love to be pirates. And so, like, three games, I think, came out, you know, involving pirates. You know, Disney had theirs. Um, there's Pirates of the Burning Sea, and then there's the other one. I can't remember. I don't know what the other one is. I think it's, like, another free-to-play. Uh, no thanks. Free-to-play one. Anyway, I don't know. It just wasn't for me. You know, it's not to say that it isn't a good game. It's just one of those things where grab you. it's filler material until Age of Conan and Warhammer Online come out, as far as I'm concerned. It's funny, because I, I haven't been at all excited to watch or to play a pirate game. You know, not since... What was that old game back in the Commodore 64 days where you... Like you explored the new world, and right. I can't remember. Then you got you could get a TT fly infection and die <laughs> with malaria or something like that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That kind of satisfied my needing my needs for pirate games for several years. But See, and mine, mine was like the the Curse of Monkey Island. Oh, uh, I never you know, played like that one. Lucas Arts. That was probably games. pretty good. That's really all I needed for my pirate yeah. fix. But I was watching, I watched this two-hour thing on, like, the history of pilot, Pirates of the Caribbean, like, the real ones, mm-hmm. over the weekend, and um, now I'm like, yeah, it might be kind of cool to be a pirate. But then I think about actually playing an MMO, like, based on it, and that, that just doesn't appeal to me. Like, maybe an action game, or a, or a, I don't know, a single-player type thing or something, but an MMO set in a pirate setting yeah you know it seems I, a little bit too yeah just i don't i think i'd rather have a really yeah. good story to follow than yeah. an open-ended mmo type experience you know i just i don't know that's just me i'm sure there for yeah, some people again, it's very I mean, appealing. i'm sure that there are a lot of people that this will you know, yeah. appeal to but it's just not something that i i'd like to get into um in the crazy wisconsin senator wants to tax your video games file. Now, apparently, uh, Wisconsin Senator uh, John Erpenbach, 
I guess that's how you pronounce his name. Uh, he states that money raised from such a tax uh, isn't to dissuade gamers, like a tax on cigarettes, but will help cover the cost to move 17-year-olds who are currently treated as adults when convicted of nonviolent crimes in Wisconsin. What? Put them back in the juvenile system. Yeah, apparently he thinks that, you know, putting extra sales tax on video games will... Help you know, fund help juvies? Fund, yeah, help fund juvies. Because number one, I think it's the right thing to do because not all 17-year-olds belong in an adult system when it comes to nonviolent offenses. So don't put them there. But secondly, <laughs> in the long run, the numbers show that if you treat certain situations in juvenile delinquent type of a setting as opposed to an adult setting, chances are there's going to be less of a problem when the kid gets older. You know, okay. and it, so he wants to tax your video games, you know, to help fund this. And it's like, what? What's your deal? Yeah, why don't they tax like prom tuxedo rentals or something else that only a yeah. So what you're equa- so now you're equating video games with cigarettes or or alcohol. Yeah, or- something to be where you should be punished for a, a luxury item or something. I, well, that's oh, exactly. Just, I mean, it's terrible. Shoot, you know, if, if that were the case for me, you know, as far as alcohol goes, <laughs> I'd be responsible for. For half of the funding in the in the state. Sweet. <laughs> exactly. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> and let's see. Oh, and from, of course, the crazy Asian gamer file. Here we go again. Chinese kid becomes fire mage, and he sets fire to a classmate. Oh, sweet. With a lighter and a bottle of, uh, like, an aerosol. Oh, my product. God. Here we, it's like, here we go again. I, you know? <laughs> again. You know, I keep telling you, crazy Asian gamers out there, you know, don't blame me. You guys are the one who create these stories. But anyway, a 17-year-old high school student has been sentenced for setting a classmate on fire. You know, what does this have to do with what we're talking about? It's because the kid thought he was a WoW fire mage, yes. Now, basically it's just saying, yeah, the game made me do it. Sure. And in America... In America, boy, the parents would be suing Blizzard right off the bat. But apparently, oh, yeah. there aren't the mechanisms in China for for this to happen yet, as far as their legal system goes. Too bad. That'd be that'd be a good one. Anyway, he he was sentenced to like eight years in prison. Um, his his accomplice who lured the victim outside uh, was that like just, a rogue? Did he like? Uh, yeah, he was. Yeah, he, he was, like, like lured down by the rogue. some. Uh, uh, some kind of like vanishing smoke thing. Yeah, he he like lured him out, and the the kid set him on fire. So they kited the kid. Yeah, sent, yeah, yeah, exactly. The the rogue like like kind of kited the kid or taunted him over in order to distract his you know distract him, get his attention focused on the on something other than the the fire mage. Hmm. Well, yeah, it was. Uh, it's just crazy, you know. I, I guess he purchased like the gasoline a few days before it happened. Oh, and, brutal! You know, I guess the the reporter talked to the talked to the kid, and it was kind of disturbing because he was like, you know, the feeling of watching fire and people burning was very addictive, you know, and all oh, this crazy no. stuff, and you know, it's just really bizarre. Anyway, to blame, you know, to blame, you know, his addiction on World of Warcraft, of course, is preposterous, but I'm sure that there are already people out there, you know, feeling the fire, no pun intended, to... <laughs> feeling the fire. 
did did uh, you hear about the moose incident in Norway? No, I haven't heard Speaking that one this, yet. Uh, well, this is also WoW related with kids, but so there was this um, brother and sister in Norway, and this moose was coming after him, and the um, so the boy it was headed for the girl, the younger sister. So the boy taunted the moose, and once the moose was coming at him, he then feigned death. And when they when they asked about it later, he said, "Yeah, it was just like my level thirty um, World of Warcraft hunter. I taunted and then I and then I feigned death. And I thought that was that was pretty good. That was good good use. So it was good so, thinking. So maybe there's a it's a good story for every bad story. So, where it actually comes in handy. If it hadn't have been for his World of Warcraft skills, he wouldn't have known how to how to take care of the situation. Exactly. And I feigned death at work a lot. I mean, <laughs> like when they when you're on a conference call and they're they're asking all the tough questions i just slump out of my chair to the ground and you know if he'd have been one a of the really smart screams hunter, he would have laid an ice trap down first i don't know if he had the materials then he would have fainted. yeah that, that would have been great yeah that would have been good yeah now today's Roundtable discussion is on RMT. Real money trading or real money transfer. I don't think we've actually hammered down what the acronym is going to really be yet. But for, for purposes of discussion, we'll just call it RMT is real money trading. Yeah. Um, th- this all stems from the announcement by uh, Live Gamer Incorporated. Um, they're developing an online marketplace where you can, um, or players of internet games, you can safely trade in virtual goods. Um, this is normally a business that is, you know, of course, ruled by, you know, so-called Chinese gold farmers <laughs> or power leveling services, of course. Um, they're, uh, they're actually working with Sony, uh, you know, SOE, they're working with SOE, Funcom, uh, Ping Zero Interactive. Um, they're also working with apparently numerous other online game operators to integrate its training its trading system with their titles. Uh, they're based out of New York. Um, you know, like I said, they're attempting to tap into the thriving economies that have emerged around online games, often without the consent of the publishers. Um, you know, more you know recently, you know these you know you see all these spam ads in in your general chat from all these Chinese gold farmers, you know, saying, oh, yeah. you know, come here and get get cheapest wow gold for, you know, 7.99 for, you know, 50 gold or oh, whatever, yeah. you know, whatever they happen to be charging. Love those guys. Uh you know, it's really become quite an issue with people. Uh you know, whether you think it's cheating or not, it it appears that, you know, Somebody's trying to make a legit business out of this. So that this and and actual and game companies are actually starting to say, yeah, okay, let's yeah. do it. Which is kind of the scary thing for me because I'm wondering, well, okay, when does it just become so ridiculous to where why why do you even bother playing the game anymore? Yeah, I I kind of no. This is like a uh, platform basically that they're making um, to allow the game. The people running the game, like servers, to basically have some kind of um, connectivity to their system, so that people can buy and sell and 
it goes, it processes through the whole thing, right? I mean, that's basically what they're talking about. So yeah, exactly. So you want to legitimately buy such and such resource in the game? You go through this portal of theirs to do it, and it's all legitimate. And the transaction goes through their system. I guess they get a small fee. Yeah, I'm sure they. And have it ends up getting paid to the publisher. And then if you sell something, I guess it works backwards. They somehow they always get a small fee for the transaction. And of course they do. They're going to get a percentage. And I, I read in the article they said that they estimate this is like a two billion dollar market mm-hmm. for the whole the whole thing, like it's all MMOs. Probably WoW helped that a lot, I'd imagine. With the <laughs> well, all these games, additional have. gaming. I mean, I mean, you think about you see, you see, you see different kinds of types of currency. I guess virtual currency available on all these websites. Uh, City Heroes, Influence, or yeah. Infamy. Yep. I guess if you're playing a villain, uh, you know, whatever the currency is in, in EverQuest 2, Plat. We're selling 5 billion Plat for... Right. Isk. Or Isk and Eve, you know. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. So I even... I see people selling credits in, for Tabla Rasa, although credits are an absolute joke in that game because there is no economy in Tabla Rasa, <laughs> no matter what the developers are going to try to tell Someday. you. Someday... Well, so what's your take on it? Are you, are you, I guess first off, I mean, the issue is these guys are kind of pushing it to the forefront by offering a viable platform to publishers who appear to be biting. But are you opposed to or for RMT or me? Well, you know, it's it's so... Neutral, like Switzerland or... (laughs) You know, it's so ridiculous. I don't know. I think it might be getting out of hand. I mean, at first I was like, well, you know, if it's just gold and currency... You know, then I, I don't know that I have, like, a huge problem with it because sometimes, you know, money... The, the whole money thing is, is that money really isn't going to get you, like, yeah. some of the bigger ticket items. I mean, you're still going to have to raid or or whatnot for certain items in-game right. that you want. You know, you can't... You know, you can't just, you know, pay, like, you know, $500 or whatever and, and get yourself a... You know, get yourself the, you know, the tier five, you know, piece of, you know, armor from for whatever set you want, or whatnot. You know, it's, you know that that kind of stuff isn't, you know, feasible. And and you know, I hope that they leave it that way. Yeah. Um, you know, certain amounts of gold, though. You know, I don't know. I, I don't know that I have a problem with somebody going out and buying buying some gold for for five bucks online. Right. You know, I don't, I don't know that I have a problem with that, really. You know, because cause that part is just... It's it's a grinding issue. You know, and I think if, if developers took the grinding part out somewhat in, in that aspect, then people wouldn't feel the need to go out and, you know, go buy gold or, or whatnot. I think there's definitely times, despite what I will say later about my view on this, that... But just as a as a just God, I gotta just get through this kind of moment. There's been times where I probably would have have had a little breakdown playing WoW and would have bought like reputation points if I could, you know? Because <laughs> well, yeah, I'm like, I mean, God, that's I can't part of the possibly too. kill it's the like, same crap again and again. Really, all this all all of this revolves around the grind. Yeah. If there wasn't if there wasn't a ton of grind involved in these in these types of games, 
There wouldn't be any market for this. But, I mean, that's, I guess, part of a defining feature of the games. Exactly. Um, so, 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 for as a concept in general, are you opposed to RMT or pro or? Well, you know, my problem is, is that I think, I think it has to have some limits to mm-hmm. it. Like, you can't say, okay, I can purchase this epic, you know, Vorpal sword of, you know, death and carnage. Yeah. You know that. You know, I, I don't want to see somebody with the capability to, to buy the Vorpal Sword of Death and Carnage out there. You want them to get it through rating or through it. a PvP reward or rep or something? Exactly. Right. You know, I, you know and it, same thing goes with, you know, power leveling. You know, I just don't understand what, the, you know, the, the, what's the point in playing a game if you're going to have a service power level your character? Well, I guess, that you know, they think that they have to get to the end game before they actually have fun, but... The sad thing is, is that the all the leveling up you could argue is a is a learning tool. Well, it is. You, I mean, I can I, I can you know what you could give me a level a level seventy warrior in World of Warcraft right now. Oh yeah, you'd be, I wouldn't know what the hell to do with yeah. it. Yeah, and you know I'd be the same with a different class in that game or like a a le, uh, you know a max level character in any other MMO that I haven't played. I wouldn't know anything about how to play and I, I I am convinced that I've played with a few people who bought their characters yeah exactly and, and they had no clue what they were doing they don't know what their role is and you're like or did somebody lend you their account or are you just like momentarily retarded or what what's going on exactly so, I mean what what's the point in playing these games if you're just gonna you know purchase all the extra options to get yourself to level 70 get yourself you know 11 billion gold yeah. to start out with and what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do then? Yeah, I guess my moral compass on it is is a little complicated. I'm kind of with you in that pure gold bugs me less than, like, items, epic items, or, um, or you know, anything else that's game-affecting. Um, you know, so on a sliding scale of, like, totally terrible to totally... Good, you know, I, I, none of it's good. <laughs> right. I don't think anything about RMT is good. Um, you know, the microtransaction games where you're getting stuff that's maybe not really affecting the game, but affects your character's appearance or something like that. That I can, right, that, that I can, I'm okay much. with that because a lot of the games that I like to play have something to that extent. Like um, City of Heroes, the longer you play the game and keep your subscription ac- right, active, you the more veterans veteran benefits rewards. you have. Exactly. And I would be the first to cry if I lost my veterans benefits. So, you know, I'm. it is a little bit morally ambiguous to me, but none of those are massively game-affecting, you know, I don't think. Um, right, you know, um, if you were to get, like, an extra hat or something yeah, like that. Yeah, or know. if you buy, like, the deluxe edition of a typical MMO, you'll get, like, a useless but cute in-game pet of some sort, right. or you'll, your sword will... Lo- you'll have this sword that's no better than any other sword, but, but looks, it looks cool. looks pretty damn cool. You know, that I'm okay with. Gold, gold I, I'm, I'm not okay with gold, but I'm I'm less concerned about it than some of the you know, the heavier-duty stuff. Um, and power leveling, I just can't... I can't buy into that in any way. That, no, that, that drives me nuts more than anything, really. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's like Okay, so you're getting power leveled, but so why are you even bother playing the game if you're going to get power leveled? Right. You well, know, like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. With that thing that happened recently with Sony, where the um, GM or the 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 uh, executive producer of the game for EverQuest Two, you know, helped that 
guild out in the test right. server and then transfer exactly. them over to the real server. And like I said, it's still not... Um, like I said in another podcast, it's still not confirmed that the items didn't get scrubbed. So there's rumors that the items came with them. And it's like, what what the hell is the deal there? You know, that that, that is a huge inequity for all the players to have to put up with and and with this RMT thing it's Well even so, even if you're if even if they're transferring the characters over at level whatever, yeah. You know, it's still it's like why are you even doing that? I mean, that's just so stupid. Yeah, I just don't I don't understand it. I you know, they were on the test server. It was on yeah, I mean, what if Period. I what if what you if know, I test server test servers have been up for a long time now. And is generally just accepted that your character is on the test server. They have a chance to be wiped. Even. Yeah, I like that version. Completely wiped. I like that. I like that version of of a test server a whole lot better than it's a it's a way to doubly you know level twice as fast then get transferred to a legitimate server. Yeah, all I because mean, of of some. Yeah, that's really dis- that's disturbing, right? Yeah, there. and it's an executive producer, not just some. And, you know, embittered it's not some rogue or GM who's right. just like, hey, no, no, I'm going to bring them down from the inside. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's like, you know, and there's room, you know, there Eve had their little problems with that. I mean, um, but yeah, I, I do have a big problem with with RMT in, in general, and I'm really having a hard time wondering, you know, how how is this actually going to work, like. Does it work for player to? Pl- is it good for the player to player trading? So, like, say you're uh, you farmed a bunch of stuff and you want to trade to another, trade it to another. Like, you're the you're the greatest harvester of you know wild boar kidneys ever, or livers. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and you want to sell them directly to the players, and you don't want to use an auction house. Yeah, so you and, just and you and you, you want to cash out. You want it. To, you're so good at it that you're like, man, I could make actual. You know euros or dollars or whatever out of mm-hmm. this um you know what what the what's the deal there you know i just i i is that bad i, I kind of think anything that takes money in or out of the virtual economy to cash in and out of a real economy is crossing the line you know i mean it's like a dark turn it's a it's a turn down a dark road <laughs> see what disturbs me is is that the companies that are actually starting to back this yeah and so we well so we always kind of had a fascination with this with there was some everquest thing where you could i don't remember i don't remember that i should have looked up the details for this but i i think they had a way you could try to get some items or you know you know mm-hmm. they had an exchange thing going that didn't you know funcom who's developing asia conan yeah like, i don't want asia like, conan to have fuck, this you know are yeah. we gonna have to you know, say I want, like, some really cool blade, you know, but I know I'm going to have to work my ass off for it, and I see you, you know, in a week from, you know, a week after the game's released. Oh, see, check out this cool blade I've not already a, and got. And it's not a know? cosmetic blade. It's, it's not a, a cosmetic thing. It's like this plus 30 blade of, you know, virtual hell that can yeah. slay everything. I mean, come on, you know, if, if, if that's what's going on, I'm not going to play it. Well, yeah, I'm I mean, not going to play that game. And, and I can see the arguments that people make for it. Like they're like, "Well, like I'm a professional, and so I don't have the time that the these kids have or these other people have." You know what? And too so freaking I, bad. And you so know, I don't have the I time have, either. I have, and I don't that, that's to. what I say. It's like 
you know, but I mean, I think that's their argument is like, so if I have a little bit more real world money, some more disposable income than the other guy who has all the time in the world, then I should be able to trade in my income, my extra income for in-game items to basically buy the time that I'm not investing in the game. You know, the rewards for the time I'm not investing in the game. Because we all know that these games are rewarded almost solely on time invested. Definitely not on massive amounts of skill. Which is part of the the problem. Right. And again, that that goes back to the argument where, okay, well, if the developers would come up with a way so where, you know, these games aren't so much time-intensive but more skill-intensive... Yeah, you know, then you know, then you wouldn't you wouldn't worry about this. But so I guess much. with the skill thing, what happens is it it you get the the old folks who are like, man, these games are too fast, or you get people who are like, you know, I just am not an, an you know, the skill would have to. Well, we've defined skill in previous episodes, but Somewhat. in a lot of ways, people are like, you know, I'm not in it for skill. I'm in it for the social aspect, which is spending a lot of time in game, mm-hmm. or I'm in it for the you know, for the content, the slow unlocking of content as I go the through journey. this thing over and over. Yeah, they're in there for the journey, and so it break. It's game breaking to base it on skill for some people, but, but you know, if you were like, if I if I was just a casual gamer who who still wanted to engage in PvP, right. for instance, and say you were the you were the guy who was you know ponying up the cash. You know, we were same level. But but I had spent like a hundred dollars, like a hundred dollars on extra items and gear to game totally tweak your game. Right. Yeah, game altering gear that would tweak your character out to to the point where even higher level characters wouldn't even be able to take you down. Yeah, I, I have a total problem with that. You know, it's and like that's no, what, it's not based on skill anymore. That's it's what all always, based on what gear you're wearing and and the money that you use to purchase that. That's gear. what bums me out on collectible card games when you actually play. You know. Maybe not at a tournament level where there's enough rescript, enough restrictions to level the playing field, but when you're playing with a group of friends, exactly, and you've got the rich kid <laughs> syndrome, and these people have these cards that um, you know they'll have multiple cards that you've never they'll have multiples of cards you've only heard of before, or something because they were able Ooh, to you dump mean like the multiple maze of Vith trick. Oh well, <laughs> or yeah, or they'll stack the deck. Uh, but you know they'll the you know when you have. $100 to put into a deck versus somebody who's bought a few boosters and a basic right. deck and they put something together and you're supposed to be having fun. I mean, games are supposed to be fun, but you know, what? What? what where's it going to go with this RMT thing? Are you eventually going to get a sponsor? Like a corporate sponsor? Like this character, this PvP character sponsored by Conoco? Because <laughs> I had to invest like $50,000 worth of gear and it's all tuned up. It's like it's like, a, you know, it's like your characters become race cars, basically. You're like, you know, instead of, well, I have, instead of having the standard headers and the and such and such suspension system and the, you know, this or that, I've got you know, this and, and, and these aren't even items you can normally find in the game or something like that I mean it's true you know and I you know I just I think that I'm sorry know, about th- it. this could open up a Pandora's box sorry to Conoco for that um, <laughs> <laughs> it could it could open up a Pandora's box of just utter complete mayhem and crap yeah if it's allowed you know I, I think Blizzard Blizzard came out earlier and they were like no way they were like you know no ain't gonna happen although they do they have to realize that there's a bunch of you know other you know, I guess so-called illegal ways that they're doing it now. Yeah. As far as as far as gold is concerned, but they've been pretty good about busting that where they could. Where, they've been where trying. Where the where the not so long 
arm of the U.S. law <laughs> can reach. You know, they've they've tried, but and then they've been trying, but you know, they've come out. They're they're really one of the only companies I've seen who've come out and said, no, yeah, you know, we're not going to support not. this crap. You know, this is, you know, we think our game system is in place, and we think that players have a legitimate way of earning the money that they can, and. Yeah, you know, and that's that. I almost think it's a good system for games that are in trouble, like um, Fury or you know those PvP centric games. You know, not a good idea, but for right. the publishers to be grasping at straws as their game goes from a subscription model to all of a sudden a free to play mm-hmm. or a, you know microtransaction system. It's like yes, by all means, you know, let people start to put, you know, run money through our economy. Well, yeah, because that's the only way they're going to be able to make money. Because right now, yeah, game. we've got nobody's interested in our game, despite the fact that we're spamming everyone. You know, something like that. It might make a little more sense, but just in general, it seems like the games that aren't in trouble, that are doing well, that have the content, that have the the player base, that have the you know that hook to keep people into it. Right. I don't think they're going to need to delve into this because they're they've got the subscribers. Yeah, but you know what? SOE has like all these games on oh, yeah. its belt. I mean, it's got Vanguard, it's got EverQuest, <laughs> well, EverQuest Two. Yeah, EverQuest Two um, is definitely you know, you know and you know legitimate what, what, game. You know what if NCSoft decided? Okay, yeah, let's do this. You oh, know, I'd be so crushed if have, they did it. You know, you'd have all these games under NCSoft's banner who are, who are going to be you know. You know, basically saying, yeah, okay, purchase every goddamn freaking piece of armor and weaponry that you want. Yeah. You know, we don't care. I mean, there are people who think that game guides are cheating. Like, um, you know, people think that by following, like, a walkthrough or something like that, that you're in an MMO. I'm only using right. an MMO. Because, like, obviously, if you're playing a puzzle game and you're using a walkthrough, mm-hmm. you're cheating, but you're cheating yourself. That's true. You know, <laughs> you know and, I, and, I, and I've... And I've been through this with myself before, where I'm playing a single-player game, and, you know, I might get to this one. There's always, you know, inevitably there's, like, just this one stupid little oh, yeah. puzzle in the game that I'm like, you know, and I and I will, and I, I'll bang my head for hours trying to figure it out. And then you're, finally you're like, oh, I'm going to check And finally I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go over to... What is it like, GameFacts.com yeah, or something and, like that? And just and get just, past this one just, hurdle. Just let me get past this one stupid little hurdle. You know, it's probably something that I, you know, is so stupid and small that I'm just not seeing, and I'm too tired because I've been playing this game for four hours. Yeah, straight. my reasoning skills, <laughs> my logic is. Just, or I've yeah. had like too many beers and I just can't it's, seem or, to. Or the double cocktail of no sleep and yeah, too exactly. many beers. Uh, Exactly. Yeah, and so I do you know, that then too. you know, I don't have I don't have a problem with that. You know, it's like you know me. I like to you know I I even have a problem just looking at the initial game manual every once in a while. Yeah, just, I'm like, eh, I'm I'm just gonna start playing. You know, that's just who I am. You know, I'm, yeah. I I pick up a game, I start playing it. Yeah, and I think that's and if there's something I'm not, you know, if there's something I know for a fact that I'm like, oh man, how in the hell am I supposed to do this? Then I go back to the manual. Yeah. I read the freaking manual. R- RTFM. RTFM. I go to the manual, and then I'm like, oh, duh. Okay, there I go. See, I don't think that's cheating but, uh, in an MMO. I know, think it's like it's like if I if I limited myself in an MMO to to uh, I'm sorry if I limited myself 
in MMOs as far as not reading guides or following online resources or anything like that, well, first off, I wouldn't be half as interested because following these online resources, I find out all this stuff that I didn't know existed that you don't hear about through Guild Chat or whatever. Exactly. And the other thing is if I paralleled that in my real life and didn't use, you know, guides or web resources <laughs> to get through stuff, like, they'd be like, hey, here's a router, make this work. And, like, it, you know, I, I'm, I'll have, like, four windows open on the Cisco site to get me, see me through, you know, Google, right. Googling all the time. You know, I can't imagine, like, playing a, an MMO without using outside resources. Which... See, and I, I try. I do. I, mm-hmm. try, I, I try to play an MMO just straight up without, you know, reading, you know, reading the manual or without going to you know, websites or whatever, but it's nice to know that they're out there Yeah. in case I need them, like with, yeah. the, with Tabla Rasa, for instance, you know, there's like uh, some of the Logos locations are not... Oh, yeah, you were talking about that. They're all over the place. Yeah, they're all over the place, and some of them aren't, you know, some of them you can find by doing missions. Right. And they're they're right there, and once you get the mission, it tells you exactly where the location of the Logos is at. Yeah. But certain logos, you know, they don't have that information. You know, you don't get that information in the game on. And so unless you accidentally run into it during exploring, you know, the world that you're in, you know, you may miss a logo here or there. And you'll go, well, damn, you know, I'm missing a logo. Where where do I need to go? And so there's a website. I think it's called, like, LogoAtlas.com. Oh, sure, with everyone. And it has every single one listed there. And it's like, okay, cool. Oh, that's where I need to go. Or, like, how to do all the badges for City of Heroes. Because you never know what oh, those badges God, are. Oh, my God, exactly. That's a, that's a really good example Yeah, you, you never know. But, well, anyway, I guess I was just, my point was just that, that, you know, people have different moral compasses for these games. And that is a very extreme one, you know, to me. Um, I think the, the extreme is is that if if you bring it to the point where you're going to allow players to buy game altering armor or weapons, you know, magical items, whatnot, I'm not going to play your freaking game. Yeah, and I period. might and I might not play if you do gold or currency. If the currency you know. is is a tra- if there's a transfer system for from gold or whatever to cash i don't think i think that's a big enough turnoff for me that i wouldn't do it personally. yeah you know i, I might have I, I don't know i mean it's it depends i i think you know for you uh, i mean we're all different we're, we're how much can we tolerate you know but definitely I, I i'm with you on the items they're probably different breaking and currency i think i can't people. handle currency at this point and i definitely couldn't handle like if you will pay two hundred dollars, we will up you to max level for your character. Yeah, that, exactly. That I could you, know, not, you could start could out with this and this and this. And it's, it's just it's it cheapens the game experience for everybody. Well, basically, and it may, and basically it, my point is, is that why are you even playing the game if you're not willing yeah. to at least put in a little time and effort? Yeah, it's it's an MMO. I mean, time, effort, grinding, boredom, tedium. That's <laughs> that. Those are the trademarks of what we do. Why and would perhaps, we and want perhaps, to take that away? You know, and, and, and perhaps that should change. Well, you know, and I'm not saying that. You know, and I, and I do think the developers could probably, you know, do some things as far as you know, progressing how these games work. Yeah. You know, to to stop to stop the feeling just the the. the just the, the feeling that you have to maybe go out and, yeah. and purchase a hundred gold or whatever. Yeah, that to just to keep up you have to do. Yeah, this. just to keep up you have to. You know, I, I you know if I'm gonna even make it anywhere, I need to you know purchase this or whatever. Right. You know if if you could develop it, you know if you could 
develop your system well enough to where players don't feel the need to do that, then there wouldn't be a need for this. But I, I agree. You know, apparently there is, and, and that's why, you know, apparently Live Gamer is going to rake in a lot of cash. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes over. <laughs> All right. Good topic. This is this is Jason again, and I, I'm back with a rant. <laughs> I'm back with a rant. What I want to know is why do developers feel the need to develop holiday content in MMOs? I mean, seriously. I mean, to me, it just seems like a waste of time sometimes. You know, oh, we gotta develop all these hats and Christmas trees, and or <laughs> or, or okay, maybe it's Halloween and they have to put pumpkins in your favorite city. You know, with lights and, you know, side quests, you know, that have to do with discovering the giant pumpkin. Or, <laughs> or if it's pumpkin. Christmas, you have to you have to go out and find certain little Christmas presents wherever you go. Or I think in City of Heroes, it was trick-or-treating, knocking at certain doors. Or, yeah. And, and yeah. whether you got a trick or a treat, you know, if it was the trick, you know, mobs would come out and you'd have to fight the mobs off. Or Which if was it cool, was the treat... If it was the treat, you get like a mask, or you get like a temporary power, costume, or like a whole temp costume, costume, something like that. My 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 gripe is is that why why is there that big of a demand for this kind of thing in MMOs when the developers could probably spend their time more wisely in fixing bugs, yeah, balancing classes, you know adding more real legitimate content as opposed to you know holiday content which you're only going to see for you know once a year yeah you know seriously I mean how many man hours are wasted developing holiday content every month as opposed to fixing bugs right or you new know content. maybe creating a really cool new dungeon you know out there right that, you know would be really cool to run through I you know, developing, you know, really cool armor and weapons, maybe redesigning certain areas that are not, you know, performing very well. Yeah, balancing. You know, balancing out certain things. You know, seriously. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, is that... Is the Christmas hat on your character that much more important than, you know, I don't know, maybe fixing a bug that affects all hunters in World of Warcraft? No, I mean, me. not saying. I mean, that's saying something really weird because hunters are the most overpowered class in World of Warcraft ever. But that, them are warlocks. It's, <laughs> it's like a race. I think it's, it's however, whichever class the most developers are playing at the time. It's hard to say, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. I mean, seriously. I mean, how many man hours? I, I'd love to. I'd love to hear from a developer on this. How many man hours were you charged with to make all this crazy Halloween content this year? Well, at least when you could have been fixing real live bugs that were affecting gameplay. At least after the game's been around for a year, it's pretty much they're just refining the holiday content every new. You know what I mean? <laughs> fixing all the bugs in the holiday yeah. content. Because <laughs> the first year, you know, they they're actually on the hook to make it, and then. With all the political correctness, they they have to make sure it's not offensive to any one group or the other. So. Right, it's got to be like a Ramadan, it's be Festivus, Kwanzaa, or whatever. Festivus, yeah, you know, Hanukkah, you know, whatever. 
I mean, so with the with the holiday, you know, the the Christmas and Ramadan, whatever that that they I have mean, to I'll be say, so. You know, and I'll say this: I'm I'm not totally against the holiday content. You know, I kind of like the whole Burning Man idea in front of the Undercity. Oh yeah, yeah. That was kind of funny. That yeah. was kind of cool. I like that, but. I mean, come on. I mean, seriously. I mean, how, how much did it take? I mean, because there were, you know, there's like quests, you know, in like certain cities that, yeah. you know, you go to and then it takes you all over the place well, to go to. And it's like, does it, do you really need that? I think. I and mean, do enough players get into that enough to, to really legitimately justify creating the content, spending the man hours to do it? I don't know. know. I don't, you know, personally, I. I didn't used to dig it at all. I used to ignore it, like Asheron's Call, yeah, which see, probably I, had... I still do. I, I ignore every holiday thing that comes out. Remember how Asheron's Call, they'd always try their best to make that world, like, they, they were really obsessed with it being, like, a dynamic living world, kind of. They'd always try it. Mm-hmm. And so they probably put more effort into it than a lot. And I never took advantage of it. And so then all of a sudden, one day, I was playing... Um, World of Warcraft, I think, and I started to obsess over the how or the uh, the um oh god, what was it? The romantic one, the uh, oh the Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. God, I can't believe it. Yeah, I have started <laughs> to obsess over getting my mage chick the the like slinky nightgown for that, <laughs> and uh, and that like ever since then. Now I like to play. I like to. I like the holiday events. I like to like at least get something. You know, if it's just snowballs to lob at people, I like to hoard those or or you know enough oh, candy. Yeah. I mean, there were like you know people were like you know talk about real money trading. People were like trying to you know sell their snow machine maker, you know, oh, yeah. to make snowballs for ungodly amounts of gold or whatever. Yeah. It was, like, crazy. So I, I changed my take. I'm kind of enjoying it now. It's, like, a nice distraction now that I've got, like, a, have had a character kind of up there for a while, you know. There's just... I'm not raiding, so it's kind of a nice distraction to go quest a little bit. Um, and I know, like, listening to, like, the instance, the those guys just love the, the seasonal content, and they... They'll do a whole show on, like, the current WoW... Well, not a whole show, but a majority of the show will go into talking about what the current WoW, like, um, you know, holiday stuff's all about. Like, what are the rewards? What what can you do? You know, that kind of thing. And and so, I think some people really are enjoying it and really sure, dig it. I think it. it's stupid. And, you know, and in, in WoW, it really annoyed the hell out of me whenever somebody would start repeatedly pelting me with the snowball. Oh, I love the snowball. And I'd end up slipping and falling. I'd be like, dude, <laughs> just get up already, all right? All I'm trying to do is exit Ogremar. And I'm just trying to get the hell out of Ogremar so I can go wherever I'm going. The other thing I really liked as far as a good holiday one was the giant evil jack-o'-lantern creatures in uh, City of Heroes. <laughs> well, <laughs> whatever they are called. And I, I have to admit, I, I did have fun at the expense of a lot of... But I think that was more of my... Uh, yeah, you enjoyed griefing the I enjoyed zone. griefing people who were yeah. trying to enjoy the holiday content, and I just happened to be passing through that zone. That was hilarious. I ended up blowing that thing to hell, and people were like, You bastard! We've been, we've been trying to fight this thing for minutes already! <laughs> but yeah. I, I do see your point. I mean, it is, like, you know, trivial, right? It's a trivial thing. It's really a trivial thing. But, and I, I, You know, I just, like I said, I wonder how many man hours... Go into the holiday content. To, to go into developing this stuff, and... Yeah. When it could probably could have been put into better use. But I don't know, I guess... 
you know, it's a live team thing, right? They live for that stuff, you know? Maybe they're... Maybe... I don't know how they're how all the dev teams are divided up in the different MMOs. Like, if they yeah, have I'm not a, sure either. If they have, like, one team working on the expansion and another team's, like, the live team, and you know, that kind of thing, it, it might, have, it might like, just be that the live team, team doesn't have much else to do than dream up holiday content and, and just, you know, basic little story arcs. Wouldn't you rather have, like, you know, wouldn't you rather... Because the, here's one thing that bugs me, too, about the whole live team concept is that, okay, if they're, if they're in charge of developing holiday content, then why aren't they in charge of actually developing, like, you know, real events in the game, you know, that actually... Right... You know, if you if you're on every server, you know that that's that's part that's one of, that's been one of the big things about MMOs is that they're all okay. We can do like some live content where where you know out of the blue there's this massive invasion by God knows what on oh, a yeah. city or whatever and yeah you know you don't I really don't think you see enough of that in in these games. I don't think we've seen much of that since Asheron's Call. You know, and I, you know, part of me is wondering, you know, well, okay, maybe they're replacing, maybe, maybe they can't do it. I'm sure they could do it. Maybe I, nobody I'm, can really legitimately create this just think, spontaneous event, you know, out of nothing. I think they're just obsessed with expansions now. Like, I think because the EverQuest model worked so well, where they release those expansions right. all the time, I think all their resources just go into the expansions and the... See, I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather be sitting in, a, in like say like the crossroads one day and then like out of the blue this fucking meteorite comes down and just blows everything to hell and, and it like, stays that way yeah and maybe it stays that way <laughs> yeah that'd be you know cool. or, or you know something like that you know i mean there's just there's not enough stuff like that out there in, in these kind of games yeah, I agree. I, you know, so I don't know. Maybe they're trying to make up for that with these holiday content I, type I, I things. Where okay, it changes everything. You've got lights everywhere, and you've got pumpkins everywhere, and and you can go trick or treating somewhere. And oh, you know, it's like oh, and you get a little piece of candy if you go here. And, yeah, I think um, I think I never thought of it th- thought it through, but just talking with you on this, I think I realized that I think it is because the EverQuest model, which all of them are copying to some degree was so successful with the frequently released uh, expansions because they have like a gazillion expansions yes they I do. think everybody saw that and how it was working and that's how they're keeping the world alive is through the expansions as opposed to like a live team kind of telling a story but not really doing it through expansions and I think maybe that's why they all settled on well we'll do our holiday events and a couple of other things you know and they're like yeah I mean that, to, to them, to them that, that's like monthly adding monthly content yeah that is to them monthly because co- you know? there's a freaking holiday you know a, it used to be you'd something. get like a monthly content update where yeah. it would add like this huge story there, yeah like such and such and now it's more, more like well you know it's like well we're adding a holiday event yeah we're yeah Thanksgiving's you know, it's, it's coming the up feast for of, the Americans it's the feast and, of the agents you yeah know, come and you know, or it's you know, it's like the wintertime festival. The summer solstice is here. And yeah, we, summer solstice is here. You know, um, come walk around the totem pole. And yeah. <laughs> join us in our feast. We will be catapulting gnomes. Yeah, you, <laughs> you know? know, it's like stuff like that. And it's like, come on. Yeah, I agree. You I, know, if you want to really add like really cool game content every month, you know, make it something that's like world changing. Yeah, well, that's what we're all waiting for, right? Is a game that where the world the ever-evolving persistent world actually 
evolves somehow. Exactly. <laughs> Instead of just, ah, oh, it looks like the server is just like it was when I left, except everybody's got more loot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's got some more loot. A new expansion came out, and everybody's tier three loot's now... Yeah, totally Totally obsolete. obsoleted by a green item or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, that's well. Good, good rant, man. I totally, I totally. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I had this rant and it, it kind of took off and it, it, it went to a different level. Well, I thought I was going to disagree with you, but in the end, I'm kind of like, yeah, what the, hell? where's my, where's my ever changing world of adventure? So I'm with you. Yeah, it. Well, I think this <laughs> is going to wrap up uh, episode 22 of Channel Massive. Um, it's the dynamic duo here signing off, Mark and Jason. Thanks for listening. Channel Massive is an IGL production.